The Rising Sun in South Melbourne are proud sponsors of True Bloods for the month of September. And there is no better spot in Melbourne to watch your footy live and loud every game of the final series. And if you're going to get down to the riser, Mads, you've got to try one of the steaks. They've got the Wagyu rump, which isn't your normal steak, Mads, that you get at a pub, but it is sensational. Then if you really want to treat yourself, Mads, they've got the ribeye from Cape Grim, which is exceptional. I'll tell you what, though, Deble, there's nothing better to wash that steak down with than a doozy from Ollie Florent, Will Haywood and Isaac Heaney. And if you go down to the riser and you buy yourself a doozy, you'll go into the raffle to win a sign jumper by all three boys. How good is that, Mad? So go and see John and Annalise down at 2 Raglan Street in South Melbourne and watch every game live in September, live and loud, down at the riser. G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio in Abbotsford to preview the upcoming elimination final against the Carlton Footy Club and everything else Sydney Swans. Joined, as always, by the big man, the great man, the one and only Madison Clark. How are you, Thank buddy? you, Deeble. I'm fine. How are you? Going well, mate. It's, That's uh, good. We are going to beat Carlton. Yes, we are. We're going to beat Carlton. We're going to silence uh, 85,000 people. Yes. We're going to beat them. I'm looking forward to that. The odds aren't in our favour, Deeble. But do you know what is in our favour? What is that, Mads? Finals experience. It, it is, mate. It's uh, it's a big factor that will come into play. And I think the Carlton community in general is underestimating that. Well, I think so because, I mean, uh, we'll, have, um, we'll have Joe from Almost Blue Brothers on later in the show. Um, and, you know, they're diehard Carlton supporters. Yeah. They are absolutely diehard. They ride the ups and downs like no other supporter base. But I think it is – see, finals is a, it's a completely different game. It's a, it's a different beast. It's completely different. Like, it, you – I know you're there with your home fans, but the, the, the nerves that you feel – I mean, I'm talking like I played finals footy – I've watched a lot of it though, Deeble. <laughs> For sure. And uh and and it's it's tangibly different to regular season. Yeah, and the the amount of from talking to Joe and other Carlton supporters, the pressure that they are putting on their footy club is unbelievable. Yep. Like they they dead set expect them to win. Uh the, the wider community expects them to win. The media is building them up to win. And it's to build a narrative that goes either way. You yep, know, they, they sure. lose. It's, oh, how Carlton have failed again. And if they win, they'll continue with this, you know, Carlton swan song that's going on at the moment. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's the thing with the media, right? You, you create your own narrative. And either way, pumping Carlton up suits whatever narrative. And we'll just keep flying on the under the radar, Deeble. I'm very excited. I, I know it's going to be wet. I still back. Forecast on the improve, though. A little bit better today, apparently. It's still going to be soggy, though. Yeah. It brings into focus our skill execution. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, look, it only gets harder in the wet. It does. And we're going to need every bit of it. We're just going to have to be that strong in the contest and put together a game in the middle that we probably haven't seen this year. Like, imagine if we out-bullied Carlton in the middle. They don't win. We simply win. Yeah, absolutely. Take away a few weapons. They've got your Walshers. They've got your Crips. They've got your Cherras. You know, if we just even it up with those guys, I don't think they can win the game. Well, I mean, all jokes aside, yep. this is going to be our biggest challenge in, in relation to contested footy and, and clearances that we've had all year. Yeah. Because this is the team. This is the blueprint of how you play contested footy. Yeah. Look at their midfield. Look at who they're kicking it to. Yeah. Very, very good side. Yeah. Very good side. Yeah, their good's very good, and they, you know, they strung together nine games there, Mads, but... They're you know, due, Dable. That, that game against GWS just it sho- fills shows, me with so yeah. much confidence. It's We spoke about it when we played the Giants a few weeks ago. We're like, these are two very similar teams coming up against each other, and we managed to just overpower them, basically. Play some better footy, hurt them on the outside, be silky with ball movement when we needed to, in the wet too. It was rainy that day, and we're still able to execute our skills and get it done over the Giants, who, you know, handed it um, very hardly to Carlton in round 24. That's right. When we were probably hoping for some different results to, you know, not having have to play Carlton, but it fills me with a lot of belief too that our best is simply the best in this com- competition. And we haven't seen it this year, Faithful. That is one of the biggest things to the AFL competition is the Sydney Swans have made the eight without even playing close to our best footy, yet we've still made it and we're still a threat. And they're sleeping on us. You would think that the media and every other supporter base would have learned by now to never sleep on the Bloods. But they're doing it again, Mads, and I just can't wait (laughs) to prove them again. I've got bullets in my gun Ready to oh, go yeah, post they, Friday. They, they ready, ready to go. I've got it. My gun cocked and loaded, Debel. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. I'll be making some enemies yeah. uh, next week after we get up. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Now, Debs, we're going to have Papley back. Yeah. We're probably going to have McInerney back. I think so. Look we're at- not far off. Absolutely cherry ripe. Yeah, not too many excuses injury-wise. Papley is 100% lock. I don't even know why people... Uh, putting it as a conversation. He was very close to playing against Melbourne. So unless something's gone drastically wrong in the last 10 days, which would have been reported and got out by now, Papley simply plays. Simply must play. And McInerney seems to be, I mean, they're saying test, but he's had a fair amount of time to recover. Yeah, I think it was a, a pretty big you know, calf injury that he's done. Yeah, calves are funny. And, and they just take time, four to five weeks. Did he do that? Who did he do that against? Was it North? You're testing me. I can't remember. It was a while ago. It was North in our run of six or seven games. It must have been. Yeah, I think it was at the start of when it. When you were away in much. Thailand. That's yes. when we beat North. No, no, it? no. I was there at, against North at the Mail Exchange. True. Not too sure then. There, But, yeah, I think Juzzy is a player who can come in and make impact and showed when he had his little soft drop during the year off a little break. You know, refresh and oh, yeah, he can impact straight up. Absolutely. And he's experienced enough to go come in and go bang. For sure, especially in a final. I have no yeah. no qualms about that whatsoever. Yeah. And if he runs out of gas, he runs out of gas, right? But that's I'm, I'm 
it's not, I wouldn't even say risk. Risk isn't the right word with playing McInerney. It's just I'm prepared to play him. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. I'm absolutely prepared to play him. Yeah. So if you have a look last week, if you have a look at from our selection perspective. Yeah. I reckon it's very easy. Very, very easy. It's drop Clark. Ryan Clark comes out of the side. Dill to sub. Dill to sub. Those two come in and that is our starting 23 you for the game. You would think so. You would think so. I don't think there's two, but as our, as we always say here, we always come up with a curveball. Yeah, does Aaron Francis play? Possibly. They are tall. Um, I think you just in that, need in that defense. Yeah, you need uh, in an, that forward line. Another marking defender in there. I don't mind Francis for Friday night. Yeah, if Francis was to come in, what would your changes be? Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. Yeah, I just don't – I think we sacrifice – and I use the word sacrifice probably, you know, correctly. Yeah. Bit of Lizard's well, game. So I was going right? to say, if if Francis doesn't come in, yeah. Lizard plays a much more defensive role. Yeah. So if – He's just got to be accountable in the air. Yeah, if Francis does come in, it lets Lizard off the chain, chain. a little bit. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind that because, Debs, at the end of the day – we're going to have to beat them through rebound slingshot footy. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to beat them. Yeah, turn, you can, pressure them to turn it over and go. You can look at it that way. Definitely in the air, he's got to be more accountable, but you can still always look for Lizard when we have the pill. Sure. You might you might get hurt a bit more the other way, but these are the discussions they're going to be having. Because you, who? You've got you got Mackay. You've got Kernow. You've got Kernow. Yep. Who else is in their You've forward line? You've got Owies. You've got uh, Cunningham. Yep. You've got... So not overly tall types, no, the others. No, 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 no. That's, it, it's their the, tall timber is Mackay and Kerno. Yeah. The rest of them are, are crummers, oh, I, role I, players. I tend to stick, say no to Francis, and I'm prepared to for Tommy... And it pro- needs to be a group effort on those guys. It will be. Yeah. Of course it has to be. And I think we would have learned from the last couple of outings against uh, Carlton. Melbourne as well. Yeah. it's. But Kurnow has got hold of us. Yeah. But definitely the last two times. He could have kicked five against us in round 11 or 12, whenever it was. Is McCartan the man? I think so. He gets the first, first crack at it. You back Tommy in. And hopefully you can go with him. There are a couple lucky ones there too. Actually, who Malikan played on Kernow last time. There's the other name. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, someone has to make way. And I think if you bring in a Malikan or a Francis... Because you've got to bring in McInerney and Papley. You're not getting... Uh, you, you start to get less agile. Not well, as dynamic. Get, absolutely. It's uh And and as we say, in terms of our strengths compared to Carlton, we need to be as agile and as skillful as possible. Yeah, we've got to play to our strengths. Yeah. You you're hundred percent. So right. yeah, I don't I don't love sacrificing that as you say. You you need to have something that you can fall back on you, and know I can win the game with you, this. You put in your reliance in Tommy, Ramps and Foxy. Yep. Right? Lizard is going to chop them out at times. And you got Harry Cunningham to take a small, Lloydie to take a small. That, that's where it sits. And I'm, I'm very, very comfortable in that. And, you know, it's good to have the discussion about those two. Melican was... 
pretty good against Kurnow that night. Malikin's been, you know. But he just got injured at the wrong time. Yeah, Malikin's stiff because yeah. he's been playing some, re- when, when Fit been playing some reasonable footy. But we can't, we also can't really afford to experiment no. on, on a night like this. Yeah, and the last last month of footy, we've been able to absorb as good as any team. We've conceded consistently 60-plus inside 50s. Yeah, and that's... And no one's kicked a real big score on us. Yeah, yeah we, we've lost a game there against the Ds, but no one's kicked a score on us. But as I said to Joe, I mean, that's got to give at some point. You, you're not comfortable giving up that many inside 50s to Charlie Kernow and Harry Mackay. Definitely not. You really don't want to. Yeah. And and this is this is the thing about winning it in the middle. That, it starts in the it's, middle. Well, the game's yeah. won and lost there. It, it's been won and lost there the whole year for us, Steve. Yeah. Like, it's really, it's a really simple equation. Yeah. Seriously, like, you get first use of the footy all the time, you're going to beat us. Yeah. If we get first use of the footy, 50% of the time, we're probably going to beat, beat you. And if we win that footy, we yep. will dead set yep. flog you. Yeah. Which I, I, I feel like we've got the ability to do. You look at the names in there, Mads. you got Chad Warner, one of the most explosive midfielders from inside to outside. Not many players like Chad Warner getting around. Sure. You've got Errol Goulden who's been going in there, and I think he will go in there on the weekend. It has to all Man in form, yep. right? I think someone can take care of his, his wing position. That's where Juzzy can go. Inject Errol. Yep. You've got Luke Parker in there. Put the, the bloods on his shoulders for 15 years, mate, and he's ready to go again. You've got Millsy who's come back into form it last week, taking care of Clayton Oliver. And had thirty himself. Does and he the do goal. the job on Cripper? I think so. It's a simple equation. Does Heaney get a crack at Cripper? I don't know. I, I'll, that would be the second move for me. If Cripps got hold of us and got hold of Mills, I would give Heaney a crack. I would like to be a little bit surprising to Carlton. I'd love to see Heens go to um, go to Cripps. Something that they're not thinking about. Yeah, probably. That not. would be good. But this is the thing. I think. They're always going to back in Cripper. Yeah, for sure. Right? So I don't think they, even if someone odd went to him, a bit of a surprise, I don't think that would rattle him too much. That's just my opinion. I kind of feel like it would because it's a final as well. I just feel like doing things like that is good. But nevertheless, I think you're right about McInerney taking the other wing. See, yeah. this this actually opens up Errol. It does, man. Nicely. And... Just you got to use a player in form and, and yep. look for him and mate he can he's a dog in there mate yeah, he's a he dog. will go and earn his own pill he's a dog he'll get it out to chat and he'll burn out a contest you uh, know what I mean it's under underrated is well no before I get into that do you think and I'm just being devil's advocate here, yeah do you think that we are gonna be a bit tall up forward? Now, uh, there's not many changes you can make. Make, yeah. Just interestingly, very tall forward line for wet weather. Yeah, you look. I, I think you're right. If if the dead set wet day, what have you got? McLean, McDonald, Armadi, Haney, who Big, plays tall. Yeah, but being He's better fine. at ground yeah, ground yeah, level, yeah. not a concern. Papley, uh, who else is going? Wixie, you know. Oh, it, it's a big it, big night for Wixie. Wixie yeah. Yeah, look, you've you've got some. I think you've got a pretty good balance there. But if the shit hit the fan, one of those three has to come off, and it's got to be a smaller player to come on. Yep. Yep. The sub is a 
you know, I think that would be perfect for Dill yep. to, to come in and impact. If that's not the decision, especially if it's wet and they don't play Dill as the sub, if they play Ryan Clark as a sub, I'll fucking throw the, the baby out with the bathwater because they haven't played him in multiple games this year. And I'd, I I would probably still back him in if he had the chance to have a crack, but I just think Dill makes way out of the 22 and is the is the sub. Yeah, for sure. And then if... Well, Ryan Clark, we've, we've done the Ryan Clark as sub experiment. Yeah, it's been done. But if the shit hit the fan, it's got to be one of the tools from up forward. Whoever's not p- pulling their weight yep. has to come off, inject Dill in. Or the sub in, whoever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. But there has to be played. That card has to be played this week. Yeah. I would be very frustrated if it wasn't. Well, it just wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> no sense. No sense. What are you? You're trying to beat a team on the outside, and you rob yourself of the ability of a, to have fresh legs. Fresh legs. Deal's the perfect player. Yep. It's um. Yeah. He he'll be playing this week. He, he there's no chance he gets dropped. If he's um, trading, he's playing. Playing. Yeah. It's uh. The makeup of the 23 is very important, and I hope we get it right because I think we've got it wrong a few times this year, and it's cost us games. Yep. So it's the, it's the time to get it right. It's September, Mads. Premierships you, are won in September. Oh, they are, Deeble. Can you believe we're going through another one? Well, I mean, I can believe it. Yeah. But it's just, it's exciting. It is, mate. And it's, I'm not, you, there's nothing to lose here, Deeble. Nothing. nothing. No expectations whatsoever. No. I, I want to win as, as bad as anything. I, I don't want a lot of things in, in life, Mads, but... <laughs> I want the Swannies to go well, mate. Yes. It's uh it's an amazing effort from a club that, you know, we were down and out and they've found a way to turn it round. And I'm telling you, ninety percent of footy clubs roll over at six and nine like we were. Mm-hmm. They roll over. They start playing the kids, they put the guys in for surgery, they they, they give up on their season and, and look at it realistically. But we, we refused to do that. We came together. They solidified the group and said, what do we need to do to make finals? We have to go on a tear. Totally we have to win seven in a row to make finals. And they and they and went they and did. did it. And they did. And Execute so, plans, Mads. And that's what we've done. And that's what we've got to do four more times this year. It's When, when it's your turn to go, you go. That's it. And they just have to take hashtag that Hashtag go again. Yeah, hashtag go again. <laughs> now... Mate, if we kick the first, imagine if we kick the first three. Three, there, it's over. You reckon? I don't. I don't. Know. It's absolutely not over. <laughs> it's Deb. not over. I don't know if you've seen our final Four, quarters. quarters. I was about to bring that point up. Yeah. It's definitely not over. So, but the, but, being able to nullify the crowd if we can critical. But this, this is my point because of our fourth quarters. Now, there is, if you're real, realistic and if you're honest with yourself, there is nothing to suggest that anything will be any different with our last quarters, yep. right? We've had a week off, which is really good. And I, But, I mean, it just that didn't really seem like the tiredness. It was in some cases, but not generally. It seemed like it was just a game plan issue in the in the attitude shift. Yeah, it's, um, and so it, this is makes it all the more important to get off to a really fast start because if you a take the crowd out of it early, b build up a bit of a buffer, 
you make life so much easier for yourself. The last thing we want to be doing, Debs, is chasing a four-goal uh, deficit at 20 minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. They got to be that, on. That would be that would be nightmare stuff, Debs. In the wet, chasing down a four goal deficit for sure. And our, our first quarters and first halves have been sensational this year. That first half against Adelaide was doesn't get spoken about, right? Yeah. Because of what happened in the last quarter. But that first half was some of the best footy any team has played all year. We were up by six goals for sure. Contested ball number through the roof in in what is going to be. It's very similar conditions to what we'll see on Friday night. We, we know we can get it done in there. We've got the personnel to get it done. We've got the star power to get it done. We've done the work. It's just it's, it, it's not ideal having to put it together for the first time of the year in a final. But with the group we have, with the experience we have, it's possible. But what better time, Daniel? What better time, mate? It's, it can, the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more you just dead set believe we I'm can pretty, do it. I'm pretty comfortable. I'm not like shitting bricks yeah. because it's Carlton. No. Ne- fairy tales are made to be destroyed. They as are. As far as I'm concerned. For sure. And and that is huge. And the hype gets to clubs. It Look does. Look at the hype that we've had some years. Expectation, bro. The weight of expectation. Very, very heavy, Debel. Yeah. And it has been weighing down the Colton Footy Club for the last ten years. So try twenty. Best of luck to you know their supporter base and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like they're they're the most fickle supporter base ever as well. Yeah, they're very. Because starts to go a bit shit, they they jump off, mate. They don't stick fat. There are some that do, but. There's a lot out there who are just says, oh, it gets a bit tough out there. Lost a few games. Sack the coach. You know? Burn the jumper, Jackson. Put the membership in the microwave. <laughs> I'm not rocking up anymore. Uh, there's a bit of that with the Carlton Footy Club. So I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, rocking up in our red and white and barracking for our boys. Oh, that'll be we're, good. We're going to have to, mate. We're, we're going to be outnumbered, but, you know, it's not about... The the size of the fight in the dog or whatever. Oh, oh boy. No. <laughs> it's not about... The, not about... <laughs> the, the size... What is it? Uh? It's not about the size of the dog. It's about the size uh? of the fight in the dog. You're going to help me out here or just laugh at me? <laughs> I don't know it either. I don't know it <laughs> Can't either. Can't get it out? Um, it's about the fight. The fight within. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will correct us on that. Someone, that saying. We know Someone, it, just can't please, get it out. Say, give us something. <laughs> that was hilarious. That's good content. Yeah. Um, I, I might actually organise my own private security. <laughs> You're going to need it. I'm going to need it. At least it's not Melbourne. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are Melbourne supporters going to do? They don't rock up. Carlton supporters. They, will, they don't rock up. Carlton supporters <laughs> will legitimately wait for me outside. Yeah. Yeah, you got to pick pick your battles very you uh, very smartly. You do, you do. <laughs> size uh, out your opposition and go from there. It's not the size of the dog. Um, now, it's not the size of the dog. It's the size of the fight in the dog or something like that. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait until segment two. We'll come back with it. Um, Dave's another another September. Let's actually go now. Let's actually time to go. It's it's rock up to your union house from five thirty on Friday. That's right. That's what it is. Every blood supporter in Melbourne coming down to Melbourne from Sydney, from all over the country, 
you get to the Union House on Swan Street about 5.30 and you have a, a few nerve settlers with the faithful. It's good. You get down there. You settle the nerves and then we walk down as one to the MCG. Yeah, it's phenomenal. To get it done. It's phenomenal stuff. It's uh, if, if you – I can't stress enough. If you are going to the game alone – you must, simply must get to the Union. Simply must get to the Union House um, from 5.30. We'll be there. You will have 300 friends there. Yeah. And, uh, and But look, if you're coming down with your family, kids welcome. For sure. Bring your dog. I don't care. Get down there. Get down to the Union House Hotel because this is the stuff that you remember. This is the stuff you tell your kids about, Devil. <laughs> yeah, it makes it berserk. Yeah. And we'll walk, march down to the... Uh, the MCG, and we'll be voiceless, and it's pre-game, so it's all good. It's no issues. Yeah. They'll hear us coming down. There'll be people coming out of the pubs going, what's what's this riffraff, this red and white riffraff? But it, it's great stuff, mate. We Let's go. We'll be back right after hearing from the Spawn. Debs, I was having a chat to Timothy Mann at Ray White Barossa Valley. Yes. You know what he said to me? What did he say? Very knowledgeable man, Tim. He is. He let me know that the median listing price for houses is $485,000 in that area. Now, Dave's with rates going up, that sounds pretty bloody affordable to me. Very affordable. Now, if you are uh, perhaps looking at uh, at selling, buying, investing, whatever, um, give Timothy Mann a call on 0497 229 387 or shoot him an email at timothy.mann, at raywhite.com. He is your man in the know for anything property related in the Barossa Valley, South Australia and beyond. Now, Mads, the Rising Sun are back on board for the month of September. Yeah, don't we love that, Deeble? The footy will be live and loud. Every single game of the final series will be happening down at the Riser to Raglan Street in South Melbourne. But it doesn't matter whether it's a steak or a pub classic, like your fish and chips or your chicken parmigiana, Mads. The food is phenomenal down there, isn't it? Well, it's unique as well, Deeble. They've taken a lot of from their environment. They've got your South Melbourne dim sims. They've got your homemade sausage rolls. Absolutely berserk. It's great quality stuff down there. The food is sensational. The hospitality from John and Annalise down there is second to none, and we really appreciate them being on board for the month of September. And just remember, you can get your doozies down there too, Mads. Welcome back to True Bloods. September just feels different in Melbourne, Deeps. Just feels different. It just just feels like normal. We're 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 here every time. Eighteen of the last twenty four, twenty one. Yes, that's we, right. It's good effort. Great effort. But it's berserk. That's, Should have won no, more right. flags. Something does. Uh, there is a bit of a spark around Melbourne. Oh yeah, isn't there around Absolutely. the office. I'm sure. For sure. People are talking footy. They love it. Nick Dacos was in the um in the lobby today. Oh, nice. The um. Give him a kick in the kneecap. No, I wasn't there. I was working from home. <laughs> I would have, though. Yeah. Their Premiership Cup was there today as well. Yeah, right. So, you know. What, from nine, from 2010? No, I, I believe they were just wandering around with it as a promotional uh, sort of thing. promotion. Not mm. their Premiership no, Cup. No, the AFL. The AFL. The 2023 Premiership Cup. I think you got, I'm just making sure, mate, because I think you just said their Premiership Cup. And it's not theirs yet. No, it's not theirs yet. Definitely not. Bloody could be. <laughs> um, now, this uh, the social seg has been really, really good this year. 
and we want to keep it going. I'm hoping this isn't going to be the last social seg. I don't think it will be. No, nah, I don't. I don't think, think so. it will be. I, I I just want to talk a little bit more about the the game because I think there'll be some people uh, a little bit you know concerned. Um, it's we're probably this is probably a game where we're the most out of favour when it comes to odds. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that say we don't deserve to be in finals, and that's all fine. We don't worry about the noise. We just play our brand of footy. Yeah. And if we execute, we win. I think it's it's great being up in Sydney for times like this because they wouldn't be listening to this bullshit nah. that's been down here nah. this week. It just doesn't even come into play, and although like it, it frustrates us, you know, passionate blood supporters who just want our slice of pie in the in the general media like every te- other team gets. And it you know, it just it's great to get excited about your footy team and listen to the so-called experts talk about your footy side. But we we don't have that luxury, unfortunately. No. It doesn't get doesn't happen. So, you know, we just have to worry about our own game, our own side and, you know, you get your your Swannies fix here. Debo, you posed a question to the faithful. I did. You said, hashtag ask the faithful, who will be Mr. September? We've slapped him from pillar to post this week in the media. Not given him... Oh, we've been we sla- have, we been, have been We have been slapped from pillar to post this week in the media. Not given a chance, which is how we like it. Who's going to step up and get the job done in the big stage for mine, Debo? For mine. <laughs> Isaac Heaney will get it done. He's put a very good body of work together the last two months and is primed to rip the head off this final. I tend to think, uh, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. We we say it once and we say it twice and we can't even say it's form, right? But form is temporary, class is forever, Mads. And Isaac Heaney is class and he is going to rip the head off this final. Yep. He's one of the hardest matchups in the game. He he can do it in the air. He can do it on the ground. He can he, kick he, goals. He can go behind the ball if required. He is our wild card along with Tom Papley. Well, I was going to say, that's probably mine. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because there's no player that can get under the skin of opposition players and supporters like Tom Papley. And I think... Carlton are going to have a lot of distractions. Yes. <laughs> you know, they've had to worry about all this chat and they can say this shit about the four walls. But, you know, when you've got, a you know, 100,000 members crying out for final success, it, it weighs on you. Yeah, And I sure. think if we inject a Tom Papley to get under the skin of some, one of the Carlton players and that starts a, a little spot fire... That's going to take their mind off the game For even sure. more. I, I, I really like the point. Their, their, their mind game is critical. Absolutely yep. critical. For sure. So that could be a good one. And, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Logan's game. Yeah. He, I really want him to step up. Is another big one for us. He, oh, I want to see him leading up the ground. Keep McLean and Armadi as your marking targets. They've done it in the air. Let Logan lead up and, you know, just work up the ground, use his fitness. Because his field kicking's lead as use well. Use his ability to get up the ground and move. And, yeah, he's a weapon. Another weapon. Another weapon. Got plenty the of them, Hydra. The Hydra. The Hydra. Let's go. You cut one off, another one's Let's coming Let's absolutely up. go.
It's massive. Now let's uh, play some of these recordings. Get into the voice notes. You're going to jump over onto your Instagram or you're jumping over to your I'm Facebook? I'm over onto the uh, Fussable. The Fussables. Very nice. We're over there. Uh, Cyril Islet is in. Pilot. That's right. Baronia. Mads, Debs, Faithful, Cyril from Baronia here. I'm bloody excited, as you all are. I assume you're all well. <laughs> Pumps for the potty. Can't wait. Pump for the final. I'm going. You. You. Um, up the bloods, up the potty. This is going to be epic. I think we get it done. We beat the Navy Blues quite convincingly. Wow. Uh, ask the faithful question, who's going to be Mr. September or step up Friday night? I'm tipping uh, three goals from Sam Wicks for all the Blues to support. Oh, who's that guy? Fuck, he's kicked three. <laughs> Actually, maybe four. It's a little whippet in the wet. Getting it done. And I love you calling Isaac Haney. I could see him doing that, and, geez, that would give me a stiffy. <laughs> Fuck you, media. I'm Isaac Haney. This is how it's done. Up the potty. Yeah, very good very from, good from uh, Mr. Islet. Yeah, he's done now, well there. Now, Wixie's another one who can get under the skin, you see. Yeah, yeah. We've got a couple there in Papley and Wix. Yeah, he, uh, he loves flying the flag, Wixie. Loves it. Just channel it in the right way, and uh, don't do anything too stupid, and... Kick goals and happy days, Wixie. Now, I go. never know who's sending through something here, but I'll, I'll just let the faithful hear it out because it's uh, always great content. G'day, True Bloods. Ross from Gippsland here. I'm just responding to Asa Faithful. For me, Mr. September will be John Longmire. I think, you know, the narrative coming out of the, you know, the last, I guess, the whole season really is that Swans are no good at stoppage, are no good at clearance, can't wait them apart. You know, the reality is if we play a game that's, you know, focused on stoppage and clearance, of course they're going to beat us. But the reality is a game's won, you know, in multiple ways. What I think John Longmire will do is make sure that the game's on our terms. You know, he won't buy into any of this nonsense of, you know, putting an extra player around the stoppage, etc. I think what he'll do is he'll put really explosive players around the stoppage, guys like your Warners and your your, your Parpleys and, and your Goldens and your like to try and get a real clean kind of clearance. But what he will ultimately do is go, right, we'll, we'll set up that if we lose the stoppage, you're ready to go. And I've seen that, you know, probably in the last two months now, where we lose the stoppage, but our ability to get it to ground and then get that rebound out this far wing side and really get our counter-attack going will, is the reason why we'll win this game. And I think ultimately, you know, you'll see the numbers It'll be one of those games where the, the numbers say Carlton should have win, but really this is by design, and this is all John Longmire and his team bring on September. <laughs> Very good, Rossi. Big. Love Big. it. Massive. Ooh. John Donato. Your man. My man. True Bloods, John Donato from the Sutherland Shire. Long time, no voice note for me. Apologies. I've been working away at our lovely major sponsor, realestate.com.au, uh, and haven't had the chance to send one in. But with the Ask the Faithful question this week, who will be Mr. September? For mine, For I yours? think it's going to be Luke Parker. We've seen the body of work he's put in this year, albeit a maybe a quieter month to his standard uh, the last month gone. But what I will say is he's built for finals footy Mr. when finals. we need it. And I reckon there will be a point this this finals campaign where we'll need a lift. I know that Parks will just put us on his back and say, boys, come with me. Let's go. Go, boys. Up the potty. Up the blood. Go, boys. Go, boys. Good on you, Jono. We talk about bodies of work, but what about the bodies of water? 
big yeah. bodies of water. Yeah, well, it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely pissing it, down. So it's uh, it's real tsunami season. Tectonic isn't it? plate yeah. movement, and it all starts at the Union House. Get down there, faithful. Get down. Simply must get down to the Union House, Swan Street. Walk down with the faithful. Love it. Let's go. Saundo, he'll be there. Saundo. Hey boys, hey Faithful, Saunder from Pennant Hills here. I don't know if I'm a bit late with this, I just finished placement for today. But to answer the Ask the Faithful question, who's going to get it done? I think it's going to be Millsy. Last time we saw Heans match up on Paddy Cripps in the centre and blanket his influence. Heaney's too important in the forward line though, with the relative inexperience of our tall forwards. And Millsy, we saw a bit of a return to form against the Ds, but he's been a bit down this year. If there's anyone that is set to lift for a big game. It is our reigning club champion, the Rolls-Royce, to absolutely blanket Paddy Cripps, have 35 and kick two himself, and he will be best on when we fuck the Blues over on Friday night. Cannot wait to be there. First MCG experience, take two. Up the potty, (laughs) up the swans. Let's go. Saundo's on the absolute trot there. Yeah, he's moving. You need to just stop and get into your studio and get it through. Nah, I look forward to having a beer with Saundo. You got Todd Damien there. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. The vegan swan. Vegan swan. As you may know him. And we've got a product for the vegan swan coming up in the next ad. wait. Lads, faithful, Todd Vegan, the vegan swan. How bloody good was that AFLW win on the weekend? Woohoo! That just goes to show the blood's culture that all the boys were there. That's fantastic. Listen, for mine, for yours, it's be wet Friday night. You missed it. We you? love wet weather football. I did. You know what that means, boys? Low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, That's low right. kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. That's right. Low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. And six point goals. Low kicks. For mine, for yours. yours, I'm inviting to the party Braden Campbell. Yeah, good. He's had a stellar two years, a little bit quiet the last two weeks, and I think he's got a big one left in him. Up the bloods, up the swags. Let's go, Todd Vegan. Let's go. Yeah, we'll touch on the AFLW in Sec 3. Oh, absolutely. We will. Yeah, that was phenomenal. That was really good watch. And you'll be flicking over to your Instagrams oh, I've now, Matt. i got Mads. the bearded swan. The bearded swan. Let's go. Big Chrissy Coleman. G'day, boys. He ask the faithful question, who will be Mr. September? For mine, for yours, for mine, for mine, for mine, for mine. <laughs> Mr. Amati, the Amati party, yeah, to come back, help out in the ruck so we can try even out the clearances, help out in the forwards, kick a bag. I'm asking for the party to turn up at the MCG Friday yeah. night. Against the blue baggers, come on, let's go. I up like the bloods, it. Yeah, up the like potty, up the faithful. I like it. Good, Chrissy. Yeah, I like it. The Armadi party can good damage. Chrissy. See, we need an Armadi first quarter. Oh yeah, how absolutely. good would that be? Yeah, Clunk some, three, kick some mate, goals. Three. Let's three. go. Three. The Armadi. Three. Kick three. 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 <laughs> let's go. Jilla. Jilla. Here we go. Evening, boys. Jilla here. Um, before I get on to ask the faithful. The AFL media, um, any fucking danger of actually acknowledging that we're in a final? Um, as far as I'm aware, Carlton are playing no one uh, this Friday night from what I've read and heard. So, um, yeah, any danger of actually acknowledging that the Swans are there 
And then we are playing Carlton because, as far as I'm aware, Carlton already through to a semi final. Fuck, I'd love to burst there. Yeah, it'd be good. Bubble. It'd be good. Um, in regards to Aster Faithful for mine, for yours, out of Papley, um, I think he has to be Mr. September. If he can get us going early, silence the crowd, and get us up and about, we'll go a long way um, to us winning. Here's the barometer for us. So, Papley can fire. Um, watch the space. Up the Swannies. Um, let's. Get a great upset on Friday. Go Bloods. It would be a famous victory. Go boys. It would be a famous victory. Dead set. Ah, Let's go boys. You know who I've got next? Who? The uh, the Black Prince of Wyonga. Romers. Romers. <laughs> here we go. Deebs, Mads, it's Romers from Wyonga here on the New South Wales Central Coast. Um, in regards to Ask the Faithful question today, I think it's time for Luke Park to absolutely tear a game open. I think he needs to go head-to-head with Cripps, either him or Mackay, or, or either him or, sorry, um, Mills. But, yeah, I think whoever need, whoever's – I think we need to play Cripps man-to-man. I think that's what needs to happen, and whoever's doing that needs to be the ones to one to really – rip the game open and just prove to Cripps that he's a fucking shit player. He's no good. No good. Fucking brown like my ass, honestly. Oh, Romers. I was about to say, he has one of brown like yeah, Romers. Come nah, on. I love it. Love it. <laughs> love, love the wax. Last been... one, Ben Sharrett's on debut. Here we go. Big Benny. Hey, guys. Ben White here. First time submitting a voice message. I'm a bit nervous. I don't really like public speaking. I hate my voice. I have a lisp. There's just Me a too, Table has one too. But it's finals time. I'm a long time listener, so I thought, why not give it a go? Okay. Good on you. Uh, in response to the Ask the Faithful question, I think that finals are made for someone like James Robottom. I remember last year he came to the G in the first final and he was like best on ground. And then a few weeks later, uh, when all hell broke loose against Collingwood in the prelim, he was like best on ground. So I'll be looking for him to have a big one. Um, And also it goes without saying that Tommy Mack is going to need a big one as well, playing on Charlie umpire's whistle (laughs) Kerno. So I think that if those two play well, we will play well. Up the Swannies, up the potty. Good on you, Ben. Good on you, Ben. Great debut. Sensational Great debut. debut. And don't worry about that lisp, brother. Yeah. I've got one too. Jilla's got one. Devil's got oh, one. No, just wait. A lot of the faithful have it's one. That's how we operate, mate. Um, now, he makes a great point because Jimmy Robottom is just made for September, Debel. Yeah. Made for September. And he's been able to execute in September. He's got one of the highest player ratings. I think it was... Of the players playing now, I think it was Clayton Oliver on top, maybe. And then we had Rowie and Chad Warner as two and three. Yep. So we, we've got some big-time young players who, who play well in September. You've got a few comments there, do you? Dave? I do. I've got Wazza G. Brown. Who ah, Wazza. He, he goes with, for mine, Mr. September is none other than the calendar man for September. The lizard. The end of winter. It has been, and he's out of hibernation with the change of season and brings out the reptile to the sun themselves. And our man, the Liz, 
will be the game-changing difference with his lethal run and carry. Now, Faithful, if you are on uh, your your tick and talks, I believe the kids are calling it these days, (laughs) uh, get to follow Blood's footy. Yeah, Blood's Uh, footy. Because that is Wazza Brown, and he does some cracking reviews of the game. It's very good stuff, very good content. We love good footy content, Deeble. For sure. I've also got Nick Potter. Uh, He says, says, G'day TBs, greetings from the beautiful Prague. Greetings. Tagged photo in merch to come. Look forward to Uh, seeing that, Potsy. For mine. For yours. It's Wilbur. Here's my man. Watch him up on the wing, clunking grabs and kicking goals from 50. Jet de Kiev. I think that's up the bloods in Czech. <laughs> I don't know how I've done there, Potsy. Very go good. Go boys. Very go boys. Very good, Potsy. What's go boys in Czech? In Czech. Um, what have I gone with there? Up the bloods in Czech. Jet de Kiev. Yeah. Sounds God, good. I reckon it's a pretty good effort. Sounds violent. It does. Um, very good. Over on your Instagrams, we've got Tom Gianti. He says, like always, the media underestimates us. We win, and then they talk about how poorly the opposition played rather than how good we were, and then write us off again the next week. Well, as I mentioned in, in Seguan, Tommy, you would just think that everyone would learn not to write us off, but they continue to do so. Snatching Johnny? Snatching Johnny. Snatching underscore Johnny says, time for Logan McDonald to go ballistic at the G. Him or Chad to have a really big game this final series. What's he snatching? Oh, I don't know. Now, Deeble, can I be serious for a moment? Sure. We cannot get pumped on Friday night. No. Cannot. Like, you can have a crack. You can get done. That's fine. Cannot get pumped. I'd rather get pumped. By having a crack, then you know just no, protecting. but but you you know what I mean by get pumped, yeah. as in not turn up. Yeah, I I don't think so. I'm not even thinking about it. Not even in in my realm of thinking. I rather it be that way. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm saying there's pressure on Carlton, but yeah. there's we we need to recover some stuff from last year. Yeah, we're not fine. This is it, this is this is this bed. is what I'm saying. We we. Our performance on Friday night can go a long way to re-establishing our reputation yep. as a, as a top-flight footy side, and I, for one, am looking forward to that mostly because sure. we 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 come out and do a job on the Carlton Blues on Friday night in an elimination final that is absolutely huge, and I have full faith we can. Well, do this it. is the thing; it paints a great narrative if we do beat this big inside contested footy team and we go and do a number on them, it's like, what else you got for us, media? Yep. How are you going to write us off next? Yep. They, th- this is what they're going with. They're like, contested numbers are fucked. They don't score from clearance. They they can't do it in, in the middle. They, they lack in the clearance area. It's like, if we knock over the Blues, it's like, what else have you got for us why we can't win? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're it's running like, out of excuses. excuses. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've got bullets in the chamber, Deeble. Don't worry about that. Just don't. I'll say it again. Don't sleep on the bloods. Mm. You've got to fucking learn from your lessons. You can't keep making the same mistake, Mads. Can't. Very good. Well, that leads us into uh, the preview 
with Joe from the Blues Brothers yeah, podcast, of, which was good to get a little bit of insight into some inner thinkings of Carlton supporters. Bit of a crossover episode, Dean. It was, and it was good. I reckon it was a bit different to what we've done in the past with other podcasts from opposition teams. It was a bit more neutral and sort of talking about aspects from both teams in For a bit sure. of a different way. I thought yeah. it went really well. But awesome. um, we'll jump in, into that, and then we'll have a bit of a chat after that. Now, Dable, you'd be very much into your sort of natural supplements and alternative medicines, wouldn't you? Absolutely, I am, Matt. Well, then you need to get on Shroomly, Dable, because they make the purest, most potent functional mushroom extract powders, proven to improve your health, well-being, and lifestyle when consumed daily. Tell me about the Lion's Mane Powder. Oh, Dable, the Lion's Mane Powder. Now, you'll you'll love this you specifically Dable Lion's Mane can improve cognitive function including memory and mental clarity whilst also aiding digestion Dable mate that sounds like the perfect thing for what I need and the best thing is Mads you use True Bloods at checkout to receive 25% off spend over $80 and you get free shipping as well I'll tell you what it's it's basically free welcome back to True Bloods now we have the the privilege of having one of a, a fellow podcaster. We don't normally have no, we don't guests in this studio that aren't football players, do we? And especially from opposition teams as well. We've got Joe from the Almost Blues Brothers podcast joining us to talk about how the Swans are going to beat Carlton on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, if I was here for that, you wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> how are you, Joe? Good lads. How are we? Going well. Very well, very well. How are you feeling? This is uh, uncharted territory for you, Joe. Mate, I was uh, I was nineteen the last time. We I was played. only nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I was nineteen the last time <laughs> playing the final. So I, I I can't remember the feeling. That's uh, yeah. It's been a uh, it's been a year. Like usually, it's pretty emotional for us because the ups and downs are, are, are what they are. But this year's been a different level. Um, you know, there's there's no other way the Carlton Football Club would have made finals. The That's most right, unrealistic way possible. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it's it's good. It's 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 a good feeling. Well, it all turned after we sort of beat you up at the SCG, wasn't it? It's was like, well, it looked like you know Vossi's got to go, all this type of stuff, and then yeah, they managed to turn it around. It was pretty dire. I was there at that game. I actually didn't. So think, was I. Yeah, I didn't think we played too bad, to be honest. I thought uh, we had your opportunities, yeah. especially early on. I thought we could have put you away, and um, we kept you in it. And, um, yeah, that last quarter just uh, you put us away. But since then, you're right. It's just been uh, it's been all all uphill trajectory, which is crazy. What were your thoughts during the whole sort of I guess downturn in that part of the season where you know w- was fans... your me- was your membership in the microwave? Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Hey, it's all it's all out there as well. So I'm <laughs> were, not you, lying. were you launching scarves no, down into the race? Or? No, it was we got close. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the boys got very close. We uh, went to the Essendon game, which was that game where, uh, yeah, all that footage sort of came out and the memberships were flying off level four and <laughs> just, uh, I'm not even exaggerating, it's crazy, crazy, crazy it? scenes, crazy <laughs> scenes. Um, yeah, and then we sort of turned around to each other and said, do you want to, are we going to keep doing this for the rest of the year? Yeah. Do we want to keep going? This is, it, it was just, it was terrible. Um, but no, we stuck fat. Um, you got to. Got yeah, to yeah. It makes it all the more sweet. Well, this it? is why, right? Like, yeah. eventually it turns, and this is what we've been saying for. We've been doing the podcast for three years now, but 
this is what we've been saying. Eventually, it's going to turn. Yeah, you don't want to jump off. You you, you want to be very much on board when oh, it yeah. does turn, because as you rightly say, Debs, there's nothing better. And and you know what? There's nothing satisfying about jumping on the bandwagon. You can rant and rave and say, you know, up the baggers if you want, but if you weren't there for that sort of stuff, Joe, mate, you don't deserve to be there for makes a final. It, it makes it all that much more sweeter. If you want to jump on, for sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's no, good. Now, mate, where do you see? Carlton getting hold of the Swannies on the weekend. Where do where do you see our strengths? Where do you see our weaknesses? And how do you think you can get it done? You boys going on Friday? Of course, mate. Right. Pope Catholic, Shane Bourne, <laughs> Shane Warren Bowl leg spin. Ah, <laughs> oh, because we've got a couple of tickets that uh, are beautiful. That are available. So if anyone's listening and they're uh, they don't have a ticket yet, hit us up for sure. Um, yes. So sort of spoke about this a uh, couple of nights ago on the pod. And I think uh, where you where you can get us and where you can expose us is on the outside. Yeah. I think the leg speed of Goulden, uh, Rowbottom, McInerney, Cunningham. Warner. Is Harry Cunningham playing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Warner. Um, you've got some serious wheels, serious wheels outside the contest. Um, and if you get us on turnover, which I think we're, we're something like 18th off uh, points differential from turnovers yeah. in the last six weeks. Well, and so we you do, don't hurt teams. We do no. all our scoring from turnover. Yeah, and, and then I've got some stats here around where we might get you. We are uh, third for first possession differential, uh, third for clearance differential, first for scores from stoppage, and third for scores from centre bounce differential in 2023. And, Joe, these are the areas that have been been our bugbear all year because clearances, we feel, uh, and I think the stats back it up, if we have the clearances and we have contested possessions, we generally win the game. Well, I think that's how you're going to get us. If, yep. uh, and I've, we've seen it as supporters. The, the teams that do have the contest against us win. Yep. Like we don't have – we've got the one wood, we've got nothing else in the bag after yep. that. And if you can if you can shut us off at stoppage, if you can stop Creeps doing what he's going to do, um, first and foremost, then uh, – yeah, you, you can have a pretty good chance of beating us. Your midfield's cherry ripe as well. Yeah, we are looking like a Rolls Royce coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got a Rolls Royce yeah. of our own getting around with Callum Mills, we call true. him the Rolls Royce. Very true. Best two mid in the game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, mate, it's it is about stopping that clearance game and the scoring from clearance too. Just it just power out of there. It's not many teams have the ability to do it out of the midfield like you guys do. And yeah, that, that's what it comes down to at the at the end of the day, and, and where we pre, we're we're in agreement. If if we let Carlton do what they normally do in the midfield, that they'll win the game, and it's going to be a territory battle on Friday night mm. too. It's and do you know what's interesting? It's going to be absolutely pissing yeah, down. Exactly, exactly. Which you know, it probably helps us it becomes yep. a little bit more contested, a little bit more scrappy. Yeah, so. see, I don't know about that because I think it takes away a few of your weapons up forward too. You know, Kernow's not going to be able to clunk out a out a pack like he normally does. Same with Mackay. Uh, you know, it's not going to help them in the air when when they. I think you are sort of reliant on them kicking a score too. If you if you can nullify Kernow and he's given Tommy McCartan a couple of bars oh, yeah. over the year, squeaky clean. Mad, mm. Mads and I nearly. Didn't make it out of uh, Eddie Ad last, last year, year when we played you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that that sticks well and truly in the memory <laughs> yeah. of a lot of us. That that game was that was berserk, strong, mate. mate. It, it was, uh, those eight or nine goals you kicked in like fifteen or sixteen minutes, Crazy. whatever it was. Yeah. Crazy. We we were just 
beside ourselves and then slowly started to work our way back into the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, if there's any ever a club to roll over, it's the Carlton Footy Club. And we sort of went... Almost did. Yeah, almost did. And we, Mads and I nearly we, didn't walk out of there. Yeah, but, absolutely yeah. copped it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I believe it. You would have yeah. given it to us as yeah, you were coming yeah, back yeah. To it. But look, you shake hands at the end of the day and it's all in good banter. No, that's, that's sort it, of how we it. go about it, mate. Does Pitnet play? Yeah, I think they confirmed he's playing. Are, you, I think, a t- are you a bit tall then? No, I, I think for our midfield, we need two rucks. We saw that against Jeremy yeah. West pretty clearly. Harry just doesn't work as a second ruck at all. He was completely ineffective. Tom can't do it on his own. Um, Pitto, you know, he cops he cops a fair bit. He gets around like a truck. Um, yeah, he does. But, as seen at training, what, yeah. what were your thoughts? That, that's good for mine. No, it's fine. Yeah. Mate, get stuck into each other. I was a bit jealous. Matt, Ken- <laughs> yeah. jealous. Matt Kennedy's fighting for his spot. spot. You know? like yeah. he's, he's been out of the side through injury and whatnot. So, yeah, all for it. But, um, no, we play the two rucks. I think the two rucks work. Gets his first first use most of the time. You can rotate. Um, Pito can just sit on the bench when he needs a, when he needs a spell, when his knees give way. So, yeah. For sure. Now, now, Joe, there's been a bit of banter online between the Blues brothers and uh, True Bloods uh, over, oh, over some certain players. And, I know it's coming. And, and I'm just wondering, is Zach Fisher actually getting the game these days? <laughs> hey, he's been, uh, the last six weeks he's come good. No, he's been good, mate. He's been yeah, real His good. last month's been good and off half back. And I think you've you got to do some pay some attention, but I don't think he's got anything on the All-Australian Errol Goulden. No, he, <laughs> look, start of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, I've probably got ahead of myself. Uh, no, but Errol Goulden... Golden, mate, if there's one player I look across the comp, and I think if if we're going to poach someone and go hard for, number one on my list, he is he's a he weapon, is damaging, mate, damaging he's, disposal. He's he's one of maybe three or four match winners that I think you guys have got for Friday that we really really need to get hold of. Who are the other ones? Uh, Papley, if he plays, which I think he is, hundred percent playing. Yeah, nearly played last week. Yeah, I so. think I think Luke Parker. Uh, just because of the finals experience that he's got. Yeah. And uh, Nick Blakey, who gave us an absolute bath did. last time. Well, that's very true. You make a good point there because the, the finals experience thing is genuine. Mm. Like that, that is a really, really important thing to have and, and it makes a tangible difference mm. um, in, in a game. I, I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to see. I mean, considering our history last year, mm. um, coming off getting spanked in a grand final, but playing two really, really solid finals, winning them, one, one at the MCG, um, and you guys not having finals experience, but, I mean, the odds speak for themselves, your significant favourites. I think that'll be super interesting. Yeah, It's definitely going to be, I think, when it comes to the crunch is when it's going to be interesting. I think I think this game, to, to be honest, is going to be won or lost in the first quarter. I think that's where it gets set up. Where I tend to they, agree. We're either going to put the foot down early, get a lead, and, and get the crowd into it, and... It's going to be probably too overwhelming with the amount of support we're going to have there. Or you guys will keep it close or even put us away early and it's, it's going to be too much the other way. I, I generally, I, Honestly, I think the first 15, 20 minutes sets up yep. the, rest of the, the rest of the game. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's simply must win for both yeah. teams, yeah. isn't it? There's yeah. no second chances now. Yeah. And yeah, they, you've got weapons all over the ground. It's, you know, you've got to be, look at your, that half back line. Yeah, or the full back line with Weedering and you got McGovern who comes off his mm. player and yet you've got to be aware of these guys coming off their man. Then you you've got the bulls in the middle which speak for themselves, that's well documented. And then you've got the power up up forward. But so, man, aside from the power, even Owies, you know. Our small forwards are super important. Yeah. Super important. Like you, you spoke about wet weather and Kerno maybe not being able to get off a leash and kick five or six. Yep. Still back him in. But uh if he if he doesn't and Mackay's ineffective, Owies um, Motlop, 
Fogarty, Cunningham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the guy that I think could absolutely tear this apart is Jack Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Massive about watch, especially if it's wet. Like, he, he is primed for this final. He hasn't played in final series either. Like, we've got so many boys that have had to wait so long to get in front of a crowd like this in a final series. Yeah. They are going to be pumped. He's got a little bit of class. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jack Martin. Jack Martin. He's, absolutely. He's been, we've said it a couple of times, I think he's been the catalyst. One of probably two or three that I look at for the turnaround since around 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's funny. We go through this discussion and we talk about classy players and that type of thing, and Isaac Heaney's name hasn't come up, boys. <laughs> it's the hardest matchup in the game, nearly. Well, You put a big is. to him, he'll kill you around the ground. He's great at ground level, and if you put a small on him, he can beat you in the air. That's right. It's a and, hard matchup. And you know what? He's just got to execute. And, and if he executes, that spells real problems for Carlton. But that's that's. But I don't know if you've watched too much of him this year, Joe. But he's. I mean, he's got. Everyone knows how good he can be. Mm. Just just probably hasn't delivered uh, as consistently as we would have well, liked. Uh, yes, but the last eight yeah, weeks have been sure. phenomenal. For sure, for I've watched. Sure. Yeah, I've watched your boys a bit, and I've watched especially Henny because he's he's very easy to watch. Like he mm. is he is gold uh, when he's up and about. Yeah. And, uh, He's been a bit up and down this year, to be fair. He probably hasn't had the... I was actually listening to SEN, and they were talking about his impact across the ground. Oh, they were Usually, talking about uh, it? <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ. They were talking about his impact across the ground uh, across the year, and it hasn't been really that much in the air. It's been more so at ground level. Yeah, and he's, for sure. He's, it's the highest ground ball um, impact that he's had across any year. Any season, for career. sure. So, you know, that's that could be something that you guys utilise to... Um, maybe halve the contest at a centre bounce or at a stoppage and that's something that we haven't had to deal with with Isaac Heaney before. Yeah. Usually he, he takes 13 marks, kicks three goals against us and that yep. doesn't sound like that's really going to have to be something we worry about. Yeah, well year. you saw the the round 11-12 clash up in Sydney. You know, he went to Cripps and it was a 50-50 battle all, all, all day. Mm. So you never know. You might see you something would... funny like that but I think it might be Mills head-to-head I think it will with, be. with Cripps. He did the job on Clary um, in round 24. Um, that's the same type of player. So I think that's where the matchup lies, but you never know. We always tend to throw up, you know, something something out of the ordinary that we don't expect. Whether it's you know matchup wise or selection wise, mm. there's, there's probably still a surprise to come that we we never get it right in any week in here. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I believe that, believe it for sure. Adam Adam Chera is probably another player well, who whole, I, the, I would want to watch. Their whole midfield, man. Well, this is yeah. the thing: you send Mills to Cripps, and you got to yeah. worry about Walsh, Chera. You got Hewitt that can win the ball, uh, get through. Get through uh, traffic, get through contest. Paddy Dow could be the wild card. He's got a nice little step on him. Yep. Hewitt's road's been interesting. Yeah, I mean, you guys know George Hewitt mm. quite, very well, quite well. Um, yeah, his his body's let him down a little bit, especially in the first half of this year. Um, Crook back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. which I think's plagued him a little bit across his career yeah. at times. But he's come into some seriously good form coming into this final series. And he he's one that definitely gets better with Cripps next to him because he's not having to shoulder the load specifically to get in and under. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like I said, uh, the the thing I worry about is that you halve the contest. And if you halve the contest, we really, really struggle. We really struggle. See, this is the benefit of having Papley back because generally, and we've been losing clearances a lot this mm. year, Generally, when they're really getting on top of us, which, you know, there'll be periods that you do on Friday night, Papley's the one that goes in there. He can roll and, up. And go, oh, absolutely. Loves a CBA. Loves a CBA. Loves a CBA. Yeah, he's, got that, he's got that about him. Um, yeah, Papley, mm, 
Papley's one that I can't... He's the wild card. Well, I just can't think of a matchup in our back, back six one-on-one that could go with him. Like, we've got McGovern. He's got good closing speed, but we really want Gov giving us that penetration off half-back and, yeah. and, and taking it and going. Nick Newman's been playing a little bit of a different role. Usually another, one. another old mate of ours. Yes, <laughs> he's exactly right. Actually, there's a couple, eh? Uh, he's been playing a very different role for us since halfway through the year. He's had a great year. Well, he's not playing that lockdown defensive role anymore. He's really rolling up to the back of stoppage and and getting us out of traffic. So I don't think we're going to utilise him in a one-on-one role. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see what we do with Papley if we let him sort of go and and trust our zone, which we tried to do with Toby Green last week and it didn't work. Um, So yeah, that could be one that hurts us for sure. Yeah, it's where I yeah, it's where I see a lot of our confidence, my confidence in Friday night is we we play a very similar brand to GWS. Mm. It's sort of burn them on the outside, ball movement, that type of thing, and that they were able to get the better of you. Yeah, there's some players in and out who um, are obviously going to help you guys, but I do take confidence in that, and yeah, hopefully. You know, we, we know how the two game plans are both sides. I think that that's a really important thing that we sort of mentioned during the year is you know how your footy club plays. Mm. Like you're a, you're a contested team, go get coverage and ground position and and kick scores from that. Where we sort of more rely a bit more on ball movement and, and execution, and, and execution mm. and all that type of stuff. So it's yeah, it's going to be an interesting contest, Joe. Yeah, you, I mean, you do you, you you rely a lot on your ball movement, but the other thing, that, the other string to your bow is you're very very defensive. Like your defensive rating this year in terms of your points against is but pretty that's, good. But it's kind of a double edged sword because we get so many inside fifties against right. us, yeah. and so you're flirting with danger. Yeah. Like I I completely agree with what you mean. We we have an ability to absorb, mm. um, and that's really good. We've yeah. got you know guys like Jake Lloyd. Cunningham, he plays a really good lockdown defender role. You got Lizard, who who can can drag it out uh, at a very very quick pace. But fundamentally, you don't want to you don't want to do that all the time. You just, you just don't. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting because we we've conceded I think sixty three and sixty two the last two games. Yeah. So yeah, well we're be, we're about the same. Could so. be a bit bit slingshotty at times. Yeah. I think yeah, which we'd love. <laughs> you guys will love that. For <laughs> yeah. Sure. So Blues by how far for you, Joe? Or are you tipping the swans? <laughs> no, I, no. I, I said, I said on uh, on our podcast on Sunday. I said, I, I just as scary as it is, and as scary for a few of them as it might be individually that they've never been there. I just keep coming back to the fact that, like, Paddy Cripps has had to wait 180 games for this. It's big. Like Sam Doherty, 150 odd. Weedering, 150 yep. odd. Mackay and Kerner, 100 each. Like they're not letting this slip. That's just it's just the feeling that I've, I think a few of us have got going into it. I, I I genuinely hope and I in my heart of hearts believe that if we can kick the first two or three, I think it's I think it's, it's curtains. Yeah, it's yeah. curtains. The, the crowd's gonna be the crowd will honestly be absolutely rocking. Oh mate, they're sort of half looking forward to it and half really not because we're we're gonna be head down and, yep. and stick amongst ourselves. We're, we're gonna have hey, to. Not, but... not if you get the early jump. You should, yeah. If you silence seven five thousand, watch them turn. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like hearing a pin drop. <laughs> it, it'll be it'll be uh, yeah. It, we can turn very quickly. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, get that emotional factor out of it. I reckon you guys might be alright for sure. Well, best of luck for Friday night, mate. You Looking too, forward lads. to it. Good and, on you. Um, yeah, we'll touch base. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks, Appreciate lads. it. Well, that was good. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Great bloke. Great bloke, Joe. Now, can I just, before we go through that, this is a Mark Twain quote. Yep. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. That's it. It was just a, That's just a little bit more concise, isn't it? Yeah. Look, it's we not my strong point. 
is uh, quoting those type of sayings. Linguistics. I will keep having a crack. Yeah, That's you, what I do. I go mate, out and have a crack. Mate, you're just a bloke who has a crack. Never stop having a crack. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. And I'm sure the uh, faithful got a good laugh out yes. of that one. Now, yeah, Joe was good. And I, I, I he, he seems confident, but it seems like it might be, you know, Maybe a little bit too confident, just making up for a little bit of nervousness. Yeah, for sure. Which, Very nervous. Yeah, which is... You, you do know, understand. Oh, 10 years, it's a long way to, long time understand. to wait. Now, Mads, let's just touch on some things going on in our footy club. The the AFLW, the girls. Can have, I just stop you there, Dave? Yes. I was in New Zealand. Yep. Dad and I in our hotel. Yep. Open my iPhone. Neck and neck with GWS. Yeah. Was it GWS? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. We were watching the game on my phone. We are not, you know, previously before the Swans being there, not not watched a great deal of AFLW. Definitely not. The improvement of the skill level is out of sight. It's berserk. It was simply out of sight. Look, it's the first game that I've thoroughly enjoyed all minutes of the game. Yep. It was toe-to-toe, you know, the GWS got a bit of a run on in that uh, sort of second and start of the third quarter. Then we started to peg it back. You've got your Chloe Malloys getting around, kicking snags, selling candy, take you to the candy Wasn't shop. Wasn't that the best? So good. You can just tell that she's a level above. Well, she's the marquee player. She's the marquee player, and you could tell she had that acceleration, the ability to finish. It was great, and I think... Ali Morford as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Got a rising star rising nomination. Rising star nomination, which is berserk. She dominated in the rack. I think she had something like 19 touches, 16 contested. It's massive. It, it's big from a ruckman, and she did. She did a great job, and she's going to be a special player. Still very young, 19 but, or 20. But, mate, just the, the amount of goals kicked was noticeable for me. Mate, the skill level is so much higher than it's been in the past. Hitting up leads, um, catching people, holding the ball. It was really great to see, man. Yeah, and I think you will see from the AFLW this year is just that team build. Yeah. You know, this is their second year in the competition. Galvanised. Galvanised, and they'll get a bit more. You could tell a few of the girls out there were nervous, made some mistakes, and I I think you are always going to see those, you know, skill errors that you think, oh, how has she done that, right? But they're they're becoming less and less, and I'm really excited for the AFLW season. It was was really good. It's the first time I've really been excited about the, the, the Swannies AFLW. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, sensational effort great out there. Great stuff, Swannies. And great to see all the boys All the down boys there. out there supporting. Elite. It was fantastic, for sure. We love that. Now, Deeble, just quickly, I mean, we've gone through the, the preview. What do you think? Oh, honestly, what do you think? In my heart of hearts, I think it just clicks. That's what's been going through my mind and... What is scary, I said it before in this podcast, is that the scary thing for the rest of the competition is it is yet to click for us and we have made the eight. And I've just got this feeling that the the last two months of footy has built up into this, the the opportunity for it to click in a dead set, massive game at the G. There's going to be 90 plus thousand there. The atmosphere is going to be berserk. And the Swannies find a way to get it done. I love that manifesting. Two 
two and a half goals, 15 points where you get it done by. You're, you're so right. No one has seen our best footy. It's, it's, they saw it last year. Haven't seen it this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's exciting the the opportunity. It's a it's an opportunity to shut so many people up, and I really just want the boys to get it done so I can shove it in some people's faces. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, always get down to their level, Debo. That's it. What about you, mate? What do you yeah, think no, in your look, heart of hearts? It, what do you it, think in my heart of hearts? I think we are good enough, yep. and I think it, you know it's no different to any other game this year. I don't want to see a slow start. Yeah. I want us to see I want to see us run out the game. I think we can do all these things. We just haven't put them all together before. Yeah. And you know what? Perhaps that's a scary side of it for me. Yeah. That we haven't been able to put it, it, it it's reasonable. If someone was to say to you, Well, listen, dipstick, they haven't done it all year. Why is it going to be different now? Because I fundamentally believe in this coaching group. And I fundamentally believe in this playing group. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, we've there's been so many points over this season where we've gone, geez, we're almost there. It's it's almost there. Yeah. And we've had a week off. We're gonna have pretty much our best twenty two on the park. Oh, this is primed to for a, a big Swan September boil over. It is, mate. And it's a big thank you to our sponsors yes, this month. Shroomly. Shroomly, which is Berserk, one of my my um, mate's businesses that he started up with his girlfriend. So get behind them. Support Shroomly. True Bloods at checkout for 25. 25% off. And spend 80 bucks and it's free shipping. And I know we've got a, a few old turnits who listen to this podcast. He got told the vegan I'll swan. I'll tell you what, this is tailor-made. Tailor-made for the vegan swan. Or Liz. Liz is vegan as well, isn't she? She is. Big listener of the pod. Big supporter of the pod. Still hasn't sent in a voice note. Yep. So shout out to you. But yeah, thanks to the Riser and Timothy Mann as well. Sort of a bit of a last minute um, get together responses this month as we obviously don't know if we're going to play finals every year. So we thoroughly uh, appreciate the support from our sponsors. It's just warms our hearts. It, it keeps warms us afloat here and makes this all possible. So big thank you to you, those guys. Uh, get down to the Union House. 5.30. 5.30. I'm going to hustle there after work. I'll get there 5.30, 6 o'clock, ready for a beer. If, seriously, if you're in Melbourne, please get there. It makes the, the atmosphere so good. So yeah. the more the merrier. Everyone's welcome as always. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We're number one in your hearts and we're number one on the charts. Faithful speaking words of wisdom up the potty. You know what the best thing about the Rising Sun South Melbourne is, Mads? What's that, Dable? It's the steaks down at the Riser. Oh, we love the steaks down at the Riser. They've got your porterhouses. They've got your eye fillets. And if you really want to treat yourself, Mads, they've got the ribeye from Cape Grim, which is absolutely sensational. You know what? Might even get stuck into a South Melbourne dim sim while I'm down there too, Dable. <laughs> For sure. They've got yeah, the new chilli mussels and the Asian-style pork belly as well as a special this month. So get on down to the riser for a feed. Plenty of gluten-free options too.